media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. And South Africa, uh, a batting. We'll give you updates on that cricket match against uh, New Zealand. The first match of the one-day series after the very convincing win in the T20 match. What, 208, I think it is, to win. Uh, they've just gone into bat South Africa uh, with uh, Quinton de Kock together with um, Hashim Amla. Okay, Mona Lisa is one. Bila is with me, the owner of the, what is called a black, here's interesting, black woman-owned agency called Riverbed. Interesting way to describe the agency. Mona Lisa, good chatting to you. Hi. Uh, good morning. Hi, Ashley. Thank you. How do you feel about that being described as not just an agency or a successful agency, uh, not just women agency, but black women-owned agency? Um, it's an interesting one. It, it, in some ways, it's, it's a bit unfortunate that that's still a big deal, sort of 23 years mm. after independence. Uh, but the reality is uh, there are very few uh, black-owned agencies, period, within this um, uh, sector right now. So it has to be acknowledged, and okay. I'm, I'm quite proud to be one of them. Use the thought, and we'll talk about different forms of pitching just now with Joanna McDowell, too. Sure. But, but do you use that as part of your pitching process? Is that leverage? Um, that you're not just black... But you're, you're not just black, you're, you're, but you're women. You're all women. Or you're not just women, but you're women and black. Is, does that help? Look, just based on um, where South Africa is currently, Rob Davis in, in May um, made a pronouncement just around the MAC Charter and certain requirements around that. Um, we're looking at trying to get 45% ownership by 2019. So obviously black ownership is, is really something that's quite topical and um, something the industry is moving towards. So it's really against the back of that that it is necessary to make mention to it. When it comes to pitching, when it comes to creativity, that's a whole, a whole different ballgame. And that's really when it's about the work, uh, what you're capable of doing, and, and really being able to stack yeah, yourself I up against the best. Of the pressure on the brands to deliver, yeah, right? So, so let's talk about Riverbed. So mm-hmm. let's get this right. Riverbed is spelled R backslash, which replaces the I. Correct. And then V E R B B E D. Why that? It certainly got my attention. Yeah. I mean, that's the obvious right, thing. Right. But, but why that? Um, the, it, it really speaks to the name. So Riverbed, um, I thought up the name. I, I had three names before finally landing with that one. But it really is, you know, initially it's, it's a channel of communication. Riverbed is also where, if you, if you look back in history, villages sort of start where Riverbed exists, communication, communities, etc. So there's a lot behind the name. And if one thinks of that journey, uh, the slash really is just something that makes emphasis to this journey as an agency that we're on as well. Does it get people to remember you more? Um, you've you've um, been one of the few people that have made big comments on it, but I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> clearly, <Okay. laughs> clearly there's a creative in you. All right. Well that, so so <laughs> you've, say you've, you've really managed to All right. Here's that. the question. If mm. somebody Googles Riverbed now, yes. what do they need to spell it to, to pick up Riverbed? Um, R-I-V, they'd spell the word. Which, so they need um, to spell the word. Yes, right. correct, which, which I think most people tend, okay. tend to Which do. is why I couldn't pick it up on, on, uh, on Twitter. Yes. Twitter. Just, yes. just so you know, right? Okay. Okay. Now, okay. What, what, what does Riverbed do? We're through the line agency, so full service agency. Um, quite interestingly, we started off the back of mainly PR and events, um, but over the last few years, we have um, really grown, uh, increased our capability and scale as a business, and, and we are essentially a full service agency. And, and so and everything from digital, advertising, below the line, etc. And, and, and is that because you're responding to the, the challenge or the demands, or, or you actually don't have a choice? Or is it, is it in fact something that you've always wanted to be? 
completely mm. through the line, 360 degrees, we can do everything. Yes, we've always wanted that. Um, the industry by nature is quite siloed, or at least was mm. in the past, where you had your ad agencies, you had your PR agencies. And so to really break through that from a PR space was, was really something quite difficult. Um, in 2014, we acquired a through-the-line agency, uh, Chili Bush Communications, and that really gave us the scale and capability of um, through-the-line. And it's, it's, it, it was a good acquisition in that it's really helped so, us. So Chili Bush is a company that was owned uh, by uh, Victor, Victor Delamina. Uh, right. It was owned by Dale Heffer. Victor was a chairman. Was the oh, yes, of course. Right, okay. Is it, is it still there on that road in the Unsmarts Avenue? Um, no, not that anymore. No wonder yeah, I'm missing yeah, it because yeah. <laughs> there, there we are. <laughs> not right. anymore. I think it's now owned by uh, some rugby. Okay, so, so, so uh, Victor Delamina, Dale Heffer, they're, they're, are they out of, of yes, the influence completely. of this, this business completely? Correct, okay, yes. that's why we're missing them so yeah, much, yeah. right? Yeah. Why was that the case? I mean, what happened with, with you? So you had, you had your PR company and you had them, which was the, the, the above-the-line agency, right? And, and then what happened? How, how did it come together? Yeah, so, so the, um, it, it was a 100% acquisition. So Chili Bush um, initially sat as a 100% owned subsidiary of Riverbed. Uh, the strategy, though, was to move ahead, um, you know, with, with Riverbed as, as the business that we were going to take to market. Um, so that's really been, you know, the process mo- moving forward. And I was, I was reading something with great interest that it, it, the initial point was to merge, and, and, and you were not keen on a merger. No, no. Um, you know, for me, especially in terms of what I'm trying to drive and deliver, we really are quite focused on creating a best-of-breed agency, a great black-owned agency that, that's really for, foremost in, in, in our minds as um, you know, most of the people that, that work at Riverbed. And really to do that, um, we, we, we wanted to, to build on the stream quite authentically and believed the best way to do that was to move forward, you know, with, with Riverbed as a business and because, you know, that's what I obviously founded and wanted to continue with. So, so post the acquisition mm. then, how has Riverbed changed? Look, it's, it's, it's changed because primarily um, because of that um, capability, or at least, you know, within the sector, it really is all about um, resources. It's the people that you bring on board, um, and it's obviously perceptions of, um, you know, the space in which you operate. So we've changed fundamentally in that we are getting a lot more um, through-the-line um, pitches and, and we're doing a lot more through the line work and as I said we are now really a fully fledged through the line uh, business mm. yeah L- let's talk about the company makeup you, sure. you're at the helm yes right what, yep. what's your official title um, CEO which is yeah um, I, I head the business <laughs> but my, my true passion interestingly is really strategy so I also um, uh, develop a lot of the, um, the strategies for, for different brands and, and, and the companies that we work with let's talk about mm. some, of the, some of the brands that you do work with yes so so we've, um, we were fortunate enough to um, win the Edulone account. Um, Edulone, as you know, is in um, education finance, and we did a rebrand campaign and strategy uh, for them last year, um, and they are now called Fundi, so that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we work with... Um, as I said, we work with Fundi. Whenever I'm asked this, I, I always have to rethink. Um, we also have the UNISA account up until December, um, Old Mutual iWise. Um, uh, in the IT space, Microsoft, um, Avanade, and Jamalto, which are, are multinational. Mm. So we have a plethora of clients. I think what holds us in good stead is um, the diversity in terms of the amount of the type of clients that we have. And um, some of the new business that we won recently towards the end of the year includes uh, companies like Bayer, um, and we're doing some work with Diageo as well. 
Okay, so yeah. fascinating cross-section. Yeah. Like the like the Fundis one, mm. just purely because it's it's strategically in such an important yeah, space in terms of where very, we are as a, as, as a country. Mm. Why mm. Ha, are you succeeding at what you do? Um, success is always relative. We've, we've, we're very ambitious um, as an agency in terms of what we're trying to achieve. Um, you know, being the best, albeit it sounds you can't quantify it but but we definitely do want to um in the very near future be you know at least within the top five um agencies within the country broadly and without just being black owned <laughs> as, wow. as, as we start to point, say point made. but uh, by the uh, way if you wish to just connect engage with mm. uh, mona lisa uh, zwambila on the year you can certainly do that oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven otherwise just uh just uh you could well be a client of it just just tweet it's absolutely great hashtag media show um and then tweet to me as and, well, as from radio, as well as to my personal Twitter handle, that's just Ashraf Ghanda. South Africa 8 without loss in that New Zealand game will update you around uh, 9.30 as well. How, how, did you, how, how did you get into this business? Um, it's been a long and arduous journey. I've been in um, advertising now for the last 18, 19 years. Surprisingly, my background is also in music. Um, as, okay. I, as, I, as I drove in here, I was reminded of I had a recording studio at some stage, and uh, I, I recorded Nana Coyote's um, album, which wow. was, which was okay. an amazing time in my life. Um, so, yes, we were always here trying to get our artists on air, and I haven't been here since, so, so it was a bit of a so flashback for me. So how then did you get involved in the advertising? So what happened, um, it was a progression of obviously having to market the artists that I had and um, I, I then moved into PR um, that's, that's really how, how it started and then from there I haven't looked back I tell you what I, I did a posting yesterday on, mm. on, on my Facebook pages mm. personal and, and fan page about just you know what's your story and, and I mean my, my quick one just so that you know mm. it's like um, made a suggestion to a community radio station about which local soccer tournament they must cover. They said, let's cover it. The day before, they said, we can't do any interviews. We know nothing about local soccer. Can you handle it? I did it. The rest is history. Mm. Uh, you giving me a similar story. Because I, I, I picked up some of the examples of, of listeners who then posted one. Mm. It is amazing that it's never straightforward. So in your yes. case, your business was music. You then realized what there was an you needed to market the talent. Correct. And I said, hold it, I can do this Absolutely. beyond just a musician. That's, that's exactly wow. it. And studied accounting, surprisingly. <laughs> so okay. it's, been, it's been a long and checkered journey. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why did you feel that, you know, besides getting the musicians on it, that, that actually there's, there's a scope for you to, to do this as, as a business? Um, beyond the music. Yeah, I've, I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, I come from an entrepreneurial family, so that, that's always been a key driver in everything that I've done. And um, so it, 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 it was just a great sort of segue. And I, I think advertising is the one industry where you, you can sort of use your left and right side of your brain. At least I, I was able to do that. Um, and, and I think the business side is something I've always liked as well. And I can sort of put the creative side mm. to work. Um, in in, in terms of challenges, I mean, I, I was looking at some of the numbers of, of where you are as what, a, let's call it a 50 million rand per annum agency and you have big... Uh, challenges to move further. W what are they? Where, where do you want to go? Um, w look, we, we, we would want to go into the continent. Uh, that's, that's one of the things that, that we're quite focused on doing. But as I said, from a, from a scale size, there's, there's still a big way to go. Um, we, we are more and more pitching for, um, you know, your sort of uh, bigger accounts. Um, so, 
you'll see with this last financial year already, we've, we've grown from, from that uh, 50 million uh, scope. We're in the sort of 70 to 100 okay, million. Great. Yeah. So um, we, we're growing and, and growth is important. But, you know, for us, what's really key is to be able to work on really great brands. Um, and the more we can do that, the more we can obviously show, show what we're How, how do you get that right? Working on great brands but also making sure that it, that it creates a great brand for your company. I mean, ultimately, Absolutely. it must benefit you, Absolutely. right? Yeah. How do you mm. get that right? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's really the next step in terms of what we're trying to achieve because you'll find that obviously your bigger brands end up with bigger agencies. And what we're really pushing for is to be able to obviously get some of that big pie. So, um, you know, typically your, your three or four cell companies will, will mm. end up with your, with your bigger agencies. So the opportunity to work on some of those brands um, is, is quite slim. But um, that, that's something we, we, we want to move towards. I think it, it, more and more it's becoming important that on the demand side, so on the brand side, they are giving opportunities to, you know, agencies of, of different sizes that yeah. have different how do, you know, how do you feel them? about that? Big, the biggest brands do business with, with the biggest agencies. How do you feel? Look, I think it's, it's, it's a global thing that, that does tend to happen because, um, you know, bigger corporates or bigger brands would obviously need the, the resources and the scale, et cetera, to be able to, to deliver on, on accounts like that. But, you know, the world is changing. You were talking about social media mm-hmm. as an example. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the capabilities even smaller agencies have now is on par with those of larger agencies. And, and, and we can also offer value beyond that in terms of our agility, being able to deliver, um, you know, mm. and being able to, to is, come is, in is cost the, effectively. Is the key to, to convince the, the big brands that actually you have the agility and the value and you can deliver? Absolutely. Or, 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 or is that thrust, come on, you've got to take us more seriously? Meaning I, that there, there needs to be PR in, in your pitch to say, you know, brand yourself to say, we, we deserve this type of, we deserve the opportunity. That, that, that is a conversation that, you know, I, I'm keen to drive just from an industry perspective that does say, um, we, we are, we are more than capable actually of, of being given, you know, a bigger piece of the pie. The industry by its very nature is pitch based. So even a big, even a big organization, can have, I don't know, 500 million rand account mm. today and it can be gone tomorrow. Um, so it really is about being able to scale up when you do win the, a bigger piece of business. And, you know, I believe we're ideally positioned to do that. We've, we've laid a really strong foundation over the years. And, um, you know, 2017 is one where we hope um, you'll be having a different conversation. Well, we I'll leave that to last. What, what happens <laughs> in, a, in a year's time? Yeah. Right. But uh, let's just, just, just some of your thoughts about... I know you mentioned brands you're working with, but on a personal level, maybe maybe three campaigns that you've been involved in that have been absolute highs for you. Um, probably one of one one of them would be launching Ariel into the markets. Um, we were an agency that 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 was involved with, in that, and that was a really big one for us because obviously it, um, the the industry then was dominated by Omo, and we really had to come up with with the unique way of launching uh, the brand into the market. And um, it's it's a campaign that we launched that has been um, duplicated by P&G, by Procter & Gamble in three other markets. Um, so that, that was a really great feat for us. I mentioned, um, you know, the Edulone rebrand, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. for us was a really, really great campaign as well. So that, that I think, would be the second. And, and the third was um, we were also the agency that launched um, the Microsoft Windows 8 uh, for Africa. Um, so once again, you know, we'd done work for Microsoft for four years prior to that, and we were given this really great opportunity to be the agency of choice um, to launch uh, Windows 8 on well, the well, 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 here's a pitch for you, allowing <laughs> you to pitch. What, 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 what is it about your business that, that suggests people should do business with you? Um, a, a couple of things. We are... 
we always position ourselves as, as storytellers. We, we believe that we understand the South African landscape. Um, we understand the narrative and, and the conversations that, that take place in, in the sector. And to be able to, to communicate with consumers, that's obviously a really important thing. So we're able to do that. We're able to do that authentically. But I think over and above that, uh, we, we, we truly are a, a passionate and really ambitious business. And I think it's really that ambition that, that mm. drives us to, to do... How do you communicate your passion to your prospective client? Um, we, we, um, we communicate it in many ways, but I think the one key thing is that as an agency, we have what we call our greater good philosophy. And our greater good philosophy um, is built on three pillars. So the first pillar is obviously doing great work, which we do for our clients. The second pillar is uh, um, the greater good internally in terms of how we um, are as, 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 as a team of people that work at Riverbed. So really trying to be, build a high-performance team and really be able to reward greatness when we see it. The third pillar is um, greater good for the community. And um, in that regard, we, um, you know, this year have um, – we um, – We've got two bursaries, so we're taking two students through school and, and mentor, mentoring them, etc. We also, um, you know, have, have some community. We do pro bono work. We did pro bono work for Autism SA, um, amongst others. We work with um, startup businesses and, and, you know, look at designs for their websites, etc. So it's really those three pillars that I think also differentiates us because it really is um, really the backbone of, of, of the okay, business. Okay, sounds very interesting. Yeah. Last, lastly, so if we have a conversation in... A, a year's time, and a conversation <laughs> in five years' time. Mm-hmm. What Sounds like wa- an interview. <laughs> what, what do you want to be telling me? Well, well, it is an interview, I suppose, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you want to be telling me? Um, look, I'd, I'd, I'd like to be saying um, that obviously we've, we've continued to grow. Um, I'd also like to be saying that in terms of our greater good philosophy, we um, are able to measure um, you know, some, of, some of the good that we're doing. Uh, we always talk as an agency about doing great things for good, and that's a really important um, you know, piece for me. I think if um, we can do great campaigns, but if we're not looking at giving back, that, that we would fall short in what we're trying to achieve. So that's very important. It's very close to my heart, um, you know, and, and that's something that I want to continue to pursue. Um, Five years from now, mm. um, hopefully the you know the, the the best agency in South Africa, and 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 hopefully the biggest as well. Well, and then, and then say please do business with the big boys, not just the, <laughs> or the big girls in this case. <laughs> point point made, uh, Mona Lisa right. Zwambila. Thanks for your time. Do, do feel free to tweet whatever else you've, you've mentioned, and even more um, to me just now. Hashtag uh, media shall certainly share that, and links to the agency and okay, every, and some of the we'll brands do. you're involved in as well. There you are, fascinating in terms of what they do called Riverbed. So R backslash. Uh, and then V-E-R-B-E-D but if you just spell out Riverbed you'll find them as well